We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. It's episode 126 today. I'm Neil McCready. That's Tyler Siski. What it is. On a Thursday afternoon, November the 2nd. Today is the seven-year anniversary of the greatest baseball game that was ever played. It must be something with the Cubs. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers. They won their first World Series ever. Still not as good of a, of a moment as seven years ago this evening. I like that. I got one of those uh, photo reminders. You know how they send you just random? Yeah. I got one from when we were at the Braves-Astros game two. I guess that was two years ago the other day. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. That is cool. It's cool. Uh, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. I got to pull up the uh, pull up the reader. You think I'd have it? Three hundred milligrams of caffeine, BCAAs, and electrolytes. Zero sugar. It's got what you need to push limits and achieve your goals. That's right. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Neil, as I did last week, and I got to thank my good friend Bob Brucato, who is already in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. He sent me. Not just a few. He sent me five cases of the Rain Inferno Red Dragon that yes. will carry me every Thursday for Make It Rain. You know, and I, I didn't, you know, I stayed away from it, didn't need the Red Dragon. I really wasn't feeling the need for the Red Dragon until last week, and I was down 15 units, and I, I said, you know what, I need my ass kicked. So I brought back the Red Dragon and it inspired me to go 8-2-1 and one last weekend on Make It Rain Thursday. So I brought her back. She's with me for the rest of the year until we can figure out a way to win this competition. So the Rain Red Dragon, uh, Inferno Red Dragon, tastes just like Hawaiian fruit punch. Very good. Oh, good. I, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, dragon fan. I just, I, I'll, if I have a Inferno, it's got to be 8 a.m. It, it will. It works. It will carry you the rest of the day. It works. If I have one at 2 p.m., and I did do it last week because I was knew I was going to be up working. Yes. 
But if I plan to go to sleep before midnight, <laughs> it works. Two two p.m. is it works. It's, it's a little risky. Yeah. And as you know, Neil, the Cooper Chevrolet chat is already bumping. I remind everybody, it's Black Friday every day in November at Cooper Chevrolet in Anniston. Uh, Cooper's just received a huge truckload of brand new Chevy Tahoes and Silverado pickups in every trim with over 200 new Chevys, Buicks, and quality pre-owned, many with an extended warranty backed by Car Bravo. Cooper is sure to have the right vehicle at the right price. Check out East Alabama's best selection today at cooperchevrolet.com. I'm responding to Hayden in the uh, thread. He says the Cubs getting Otani. The Cubs are not getting Otani. Just not, yeah. ha- not happening. Just, just don't don't even talk about it. It's not going to happen. All right, Neil might get might get Juan Soto. I think they're going to be in that mix. Okay, Juan Soto's baller now. He's a baller. He just kind of got lost. He's out got of San one Diego. year left in his deal. San Diego. Did you see the story yesterday? No. San Diego had to take out a loan for the final month of the season to make some of their payments, including payroll payments. They will be shedding payroll. Are you serious? Yes, sir. I've never even heard of that. How about that? Yep. Yeah, that's wild. Pretty wild. All right, Neil. Speaking of shedding payroll, good good transition there. Okay. Our Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> they shredded some, they may have added payroll. <laughs> they uh they lighten the payload. They lighten the payload. Yeah, there's kind of. fewer people in the building <laughs> yes. now. They told Josh McDaniels, the head football coach, and Dave Ziegler, the GM, to kick rocks yesterday following their abysmal performance on Monday night football. Um, it was bad. I didn't even see much of it, and I knew it was bad. You could tell just watching 10, 15 plays it was bad. It was as bad as I've seen an NFL game go. I mean, just when you look at it, you know, in an NFL game, it always comes down to, like, the last possession. Not this game. Like, they hadn't – they couldn't – I mean, they didn't have a – it was done with the start. It was just terrible. Um, there was a uh, an erroneous tweet. It did not occur, but it was funny yesterday. Uh, PFT nice. from Barstow said that he dressed up. He dressed up as uh, Al Davis yesterday and and didn't like it. So that's why he got fired. That was not true, but that was funny. Um, and more importantly, this is not getting as covered as much as Josh McDaniels getting fired. Antonio Pierce is now the new interim head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, this is the same Antonio Pierce that's got Arizona State buried in NCAA trouble. Um. In his rollout when he was at Arizona State, he was one that hosted recruits at his house and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, just real, you know, real common sense stuff. That seems to be, <laughs> I mean, look, the mode that all these NCAA uh, rules are getting broken now. Like, do you think, all kidding aside, do you think the reason that all this stuff is coming up now is because the enforcement staff is so bored because they don't have, they don't have to go investigate players getting paid anymore? You think they're just bored? And now they're like, Oh yeah, this is against the rules too. This is that deal where they're justifying their existence. Yeah, they got to do something. Yeah, I mean, to, to keep a job. I mean, think about the. You imagine going into the office, your NCAA enforcement staff. You go in your office for the last twenty years. It's just been stacked full of accusations, and now you come in. It's like, what the hell am I going to do today? I mean, like, there's nothing to. There's not much. There's not much. We got to go investigate. You know, sign stealing and and. People getting sleeping at coaches' houses on couches and you know all kinds of fun stuff. That was pretty sinister. <laughs> that damn Chris Giffen. Just out of control. <laughs> out of control. He let Laramie Tunsil sleep on a couch. Yeah. They fed him a pasta dinner. Yeah. 
You know, it used to be. I'm sure they've changed it. I've changed it now. You know that you used to you used to could get in trouble if you gave you couldn't give a. I mean, they were serious about it. You could not give a uh, one of your players a ride. Yeah. In transportation, like so, if your players out a tornado walking, could be coming down the road. And be like, hey, good luck to you, Dorothy's right over there. <laughs> Grab it. Your players walking down the street in a in a in a monsoon. And can't you, pick them you up. Can't pick them up. That's impermissible so, benefit. That's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid like seriously it needs to hopefully charlie baker when he gets done deal with everything he's got to deal with which it doesn't seem it's gonna happen anytime soon because he's got nil to deal with i wish somebody would just take that ncaa manual and be like yeah no that doesn't i mean like it's it we should do we should do a segment on this show because i'm sure i got one somewhere we should get the ncaa manual and just once a show, just read a read a small passage from the NCAA manual. <laughs> we probably should. The rule of the day. The, the rule of the day. I mean, it, it it blows your mind. I still want to take a page, and maybe we'll do this. I still want to take a page from Rosillo. I'll give credit where it's due. But his life advice that he does on his show is yeah. is fantastic. I want to do I want to do life advice with for the NCAA. <laughs> no, just for people in general. Okay, for McCready and Siski, where people send us something. We'll we'll keep your name out of it. Anonymous. Okay. Well, you're asking for some life advice. All right. I think it would be interesting to get advice from you and me. Well, let's do it. Our DMs are open. Yeah. All right. Look, so if you got any, any life advice questions, which we, let's, I want to say this, going to the Cooper Chevrolet chat, I saw our guy Darty was in there earlier. He's back from getting married. Back from the, back from the honeymoon. Like, I do have to preface this that if he had asked about the wedding situation, <laughs> <laughs> he might not be married right now. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but DMs are open. Shoot us one on uh, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. TikTok. Yeah. We'll get it We'll get it to Dr. Neil and Dr. Phil and Dr. Neil. Dr. Joker may show up every once in a while, depending on how <laughs> how, how asinine your question good. is. That'd be good. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you some life advice. We'll keep your names out of it. Keep your names out of not it. Completely. Yeah. All right. Might be interesting. It could be interesting. When we get those DMs, we'll... we'll uh, We'll do those. All right, Neil. Um, got a, got an interesting text message last night. And I was told, Neil, that I could share this. Okay. I think it was sent to me to be shared. Probably. That's Probably. usually, how, that's that usually how that works. Yep. We've reached that stage in life that people are sending us stuff to talk about on the podcast. How about that? So, um, it's a very long text. I was told to keep names out of it, and I will, so I'm going to bounce around a little bit. Okay. This is about the saga at Michigan? This is about Michigan and the saga that they're in. Okay. okay. Part of this broke today, which puts more validity on this on the message I was sent. All right. That the um, last night the Big Ten uh, head coaches met on teleconference with the uh, commissioner. Uh, the commissioner's name um, is uh, Tony Petiti, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's correct. That's correct. It's his first year as commissioner. First few months. First as few months. Yeah, yeah. Because Warren's now with the Bears, dealing with that saga. Boy, he went from the Big Ten to the Bears. <laughs> yeah. Basically, wish he could come back. Um. So, all thirteen schools in the Big Ten, not named Michigan, are highly pissed and wanting him to do something. So this is what I received last night. The Big Ten is in a tough spot. You have thirteen schools that are absolutely outraged that this has happened. And Tony Petiti is catching hail every day. Tony has had a team of guys researching his options 
and it's not in cut and dry in his ability to vacate wins as that power primarily resides with the NCAA. So what in the world can he do that doesn't violate Big Ten statutes, doesn't affect revenue scheduled TV games, or respects the, and he also respects the role of the NCAA? But it also has to dole out justice in a timely manner. Because I think what you're having here is these they're, they're wanting something done right now. So this because, is what because they believe that Michigan has been operating with a with an advantage that has put everyone else at a competitive disadvantage. They believe that the they believe these other teams believe. I'm not I'm not saying they're right or wrong, but it's clear that they are at least saying that they believe that the integrity of the games themselves has been compromised by Michigan's actions. 100%. And I've like I've said the whole time, it's not the sign-stealing part. It's the going and filming and doing the sidelines in the Central Michigan game. I mean, dude, that's outlandish. You okay. know what I mean? I mean, it's, right. it's, it's outlandish. Carry on. So what was proposed in the last 48 hours seems to accomplish all of these things. And it is the path that is being examined the most closely. Okay. Tony is looking at disqualifying Michigan from participating in the Big Ten championship game. If it qualifies. Which resides solely in control of the Big Ten. Okay. Because he has control of that. Okay. This would allow games to be played and everything to proceed as planned, but would most likely allow for Penn State or Ohio State to participate as the divisional representative in the Big Ten title game. And as Michigan would not be up now, would not be a part of the third team uh, tie. Then it would be up to the playoff committee which to weigh in its options to make their own decision about whether or not to include Michigan in the playoff. So by not, you know, because the playoff committee, that's paraphrasing what that text said. Um, what did somebody say? Is that Avery one text message? Is that one text message? I haven't even gotten to half of it. It's a very long text message. Wow. Um, as Neil can see. Oh, it is. Look at that. All right, um, so I got this text message last night, and being the astute media journalist that I am now, Neil, I called some more sources to validate the story. And when I called uh, one I trust inside the Big Ten, I was told that that's not guaranteed. Okay. It's not 100%, but it's probable. It's probable that Michigan will be deemed ineligible to play in the Big Ten championship game. That's what yes. your sources are telling you. Correct. Allegedly. <laughs> sources. Allegedly. So we don't get sued. Well, you wouldn't get sued if a source says something. I don't know why. I just you, yeah. you, you didn't have to be allegedly. They're not alleging. They're saying that's that's what's being that's what's being discussed. Correct. So they will So according to your sources, Petiti is considering making that decision. That would be a decision That's that per, he, that can be per multiple sources. So, okay, because so, I got it from one, okay. and then checked with another one. So he has what four weeks till the championship weekend? I mean, we we're we're, we're getting there, so he's got a little time. There's they're they're, they're going to meet again. This has not been reported again. They're going to meet again this afternoon or tonight after they met yesterday. So I thought that was interesting. So whatever they met about last night, they didn't get it finished. What's well, look? It's a monumental decision if you if you deem Michigan ineligible from the game, because if Michigan runs the table in the regular season, 
and they'll be favored in every game remaining, you're taking your, quote, best team, end quote. Michigan's number one, in the, or is Ohio State number one? Who's Ohio number? State was number one. Georgia two. Michigan was three, I think. Okay, so but Michigan and Ohio State are going to play one Still, another. Still, the so winner of the right. championship was, is going to get in. You're, you're, you're taking – well, you're, you're creating an, an interesting scenario. Yeah. Where Michigan goes 12-0, and 0, doesn't play for the title – Ohio State. Ohio does State goes eleven and one, wins the title, but loses to Michigan. Twelve State. and one, Michigan. and and the committee says, "Well, I guess we shouldn't take Michigan, but you know what? We're not going to take Ohio State either. They just lost to Michigan." Yeah, and you're, 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 you're potentially creating a scenario where the Big Ten gets no representation in the college football playoff, which is something that just, as of this very moment, is outlandish. Yeah. In the Cooper Chevrolet chat, I'll kill this right now because people know I know him. Tupelo Reb said, Siski called Tom Allen. No, I did not talk to Tom Allen. So I'll tell you that. I did not talk to Tom Allen. I know more people than Tom Allen in the Big Ten. No, it was not him. Um, the, I'm not that stupid um, to call my friends on stuff like that. Um, don't want to put them in a bad position. Um, <clears throat> if, if people only knew how much – communication happens somewhat randomly between media and staffers on staffs that you don't cover, you'd be blown away. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. I was, I was talking to Bob about this. I was talking to Bob on the way over here today. I genuinely think that Jim Harbaugh is a good guy. Yeah, I don't know. Because I've, of my one and only – personal interaction with the guy was when he canceled his flight to go to another city. So, cause he just heard of news of, uh, at Spanish Fort, uh, the, uh, athletic trainer's wife had been diagnosed with cancer. And we had that camp with him. I know you remember me telling you the story mm-hmm. for the new people that here. Cause Bob, I, Bob didn't know the story. Um, when I was at South Alabama, we had a, uh, camp, uh, in, a satellite camp with Michigan, right? So they came down, they fly in the whole staff, and Jim did his thing, and and uh, he was like, "What do you guys got going on later on?" And and Bryant Vincent, I remember him telling uh, Harbaugh, he's like, "Yeah, it goes, I got to go to a, we're going to a uh, fundraiser for uh, one of my old trainer. His wife's been diagnosed with cancer, um, and we're going to do a fundraiser um, for her." He was like, "Oh, okay, well." An hour later, he comes back and says, hey, I can't." he literally got – because they were all flew down on their plane. They were getting ready to go to the next city. They canceled the freaking flight or their plane, and he went and got clothes and went and helped raise money at that fundraiser that night. How about that? You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, there's sure. that guy and then this. So, I genuinely think he's a good person. You know, I think he's trying to find a competitive edge or whatever. Uh, but this thing just gets wilder and wilder. And I, what I can't get out of my head the last two days is – the fact that this guy went to the Central Michigan sideline, the Central Michigan and Michigan game, dressed in gear on the sideline. Like, I could Did no one at Central Michigan notice him? Come on. Oh, that's what I'm like. I mean, come on. Right. I mean, it's just like I'm, I can't put myself in that situation because, I mean, seriously, like when we were at South and we played Mississippi State, if somebody came down from Ole Miss to help us in the middle of the game on the sideline, I'd be like, get the hell out of here. Like, I don't want to be a part of that. Like, there's some rules. Like, sign stealing is one thing. It's part of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're this not t- other stuff yeah. is it's where it gets like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's – it's. 
No, this is the this is the Astros stealing signs in real time using a video device <laughs> and and relaying the information to the hitter in the batter's box. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just that's a difference. With a trash can. In, that's a difference in this guy on second base using his eyes or body language or whatever to to give away location to the hitter. That happens. I mean, hell, that's just yeah. or or the dugout picking up a tick, right? Picking up a fastball slider, a tick. tip. Yeah, with a maybe the, location, maybe. Maybe he flexes his hand before the curveball and whatever. Yeah, and um, I heard y'all's show yesterday, and I heard this as well. I've seen it, and now it's since been reported um, about uh, Chase had said on your show that the NFL was considering carrying penalties over or, or penalizing if he tried to jump to the NFL as well. Yeah. So it's just a bad situation, man. I mean, it's it's not going to end well. I don't give a shit. When it ends, it's not going to end well. But at the end of the day, what – I think what the Big Ten coaches, the other 13 teams, that's their concern, right, is that at the end of the day, if there's nothing done right now, he's going to jump and there's not going to be any real penalty. And who are we penalizing? Let's say he jumps to the NFL and they go hammer Michigan. I mean, those kids didn't have anything to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it needs to be addressed right now. Well, it's always been that way where if you would punish – the people that actually are involved and not the program six years later when you're punishing kids that were in the seventh grade when it happened, the punishment would have more teeth. Yeah, but you know that's what's going to happen. Now, if they don't do anything about it, the college football playoff committee is literally there. They're, they're separate. The NCAA separate from them. Big Ten separate from them. They can do whatever they want to do. Um, but it, by doing this, I think he puts the pressure on them to do something. And those people are at ADs. He, well, he know. certainly has to hope so, right? Because, <clears throat> but again, the the risk you take in doing it. And look, if if I'm not saying it wouldn't be the right thing to do, I don't know. If I'm in the room, the one thing I'm saying over and over is, okay, it's cool. If this is what we're going to do, understand that we can't then on December the whatever it is eighth or whenever the the playoff comes out. I don't have the date in my mind. December second championship game. So December third. So December third. On December the 3rd, we can't throw a conniption fit when we don't have a team in. We can't go, oh, how'd you do that? No, no. I mean, this is not. We are creating an option where the committee says, well, we believe Michigan was the best team. They beat Ohio State by 13 points. And then Ohio State beats Nebraska slash Iowa slash whoever in the Big Ten title game, meaningless. And they go, screw it. You know what? We were looking for a path to put Oregon in, or we were looking for a path to put another SEC team in, or we were looking, whatever. Here it is. So don't, I would just simply say, hey, look, we can't, we have to understand that we're putting that option on the table for the committee right now. Yeah. Right this moment. It'd be interesting. We'd be here for it. We'll talk about you when you do it. Uh, Because, I mean, it's, that would be, that would be a realistic option that could happen. My opinion. Yeah. We'll see. Um all right. Do you know what time it is, Neil? You got anything you want to talk about before we get going crazy today? I mean, there's a part of me that really wants to dive into this ridiculous JFK assassination show that you watched. And, and well, let's do it at the end if we don't if we got time. All right. If we don't have time, then then we we can. That way, if everybody that's done with with when we get done with football, if we have any conspiracy theorists that want to hang around, we can do that if okay. we have time. All right. It's funny. It's just 
It's great. It's ridiculous. It's, great. it's so. I didn't make the damn movie. I know <laughs> I mean, you over here like attacking me. You on me. You on me like I made the song, bitch. I just watched it. You know, but you were like, you were like, you know, I mean, it did make you think. And I'm like, <laughs> Wait, like, no, it didn't. It did. <laughs> it did not. You can't say that without watching it. <laughs> okay. I will talk about it. That's fair. That's like somebody that says I don't like food and you ain't tried it. It's like I got a kid that won't <laughs> that won't eat something and it's like uh, it sucks. I was like, you've never had it. I'll say this. If that scenario is what actually happened. It's just as probable as the shit that we've been told for the last 50 fucking years. Neil. If, if that <laughs> happened, just throw it all out. <laughs> this everything. I mean, lock the doors. You can't trust anybody well, ever. You're, you're just. No, <laughs> no I mean, I mean, it would be. A, where have you been the last three years? It would years? be to another level. <laughs> where, have you, where have you been the last three <laughs> well, years? Well, that's a great point. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. You know what time it is, it's Neil? Time to make it rain. Time for me to go ahead and lose this prediction. Here we go. All right. It's time for Make It Rain Thursday. Brought to you by, I'm going to see if my man, catch my man off guard here again today for the second time. BetOnline.ag. Got that link you can throw up. Yeah. Just put that on, on, on hard dial there. All right. Neil's going to put the link in the chat from BetOnline.ag. You guys can sign up. Make sure you click the link to sign up. That helps us out with the show. Let them know how, how good we're doing for them. We've had a ton of signups. Uh, thank you so much for you guys to sign up and play in that way. You can play from anywhere. You don't have to be in a state. It's an offshore uh, offshore deal. Uh, so that's what I use um, here in the state of Mississippi. So I don't have to drive across the state line and hit a button. All right. Neil, we're going to start this bad boy off in college. I'm going to let you start them off. You know, we're going to let the leader start. Okay. Uh, great. Let's let, let's let you crank it up. Here we go. All right. Before we get started, while you're picking your first game, I know you got your stuff out. I'm, I'm ready. I've, I've, already, I've already. Neil, played. coming into this week, you were 46, 46, and two. Yeah. But you were up 4.27 units mm-hmm. with your money lines. I am 45, 48, and one. I'm, I'm minus 2.3. So the difference is 6.57 units. Here we go. Go, Neil. Game one. Crank her up. Looking for my other sheet. That's not good. There it is. There it is. All right. Um, I ran this by a couple of people. Oh, you're you're getting help now. Well, I, I, this was one that I kind of liked. It fits my little formula that I'm trying one final weekend. You still don't want to tell anybody the formula? No. <laughs> because I'm I'm going to lose. I hate to ruin. Ruin the, those people's business by yeah, telling hey, somebody, them. Hey, just on the on the on the side note on Bet Online, one of our customers won fifteen hundred dollars last night in action. What are you betting on in action that you won fifteen hundred dollars on? Hey, but congratulations to the Bet Online guy. Somebody is hot. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Go get them. They need to call yeah, me. Yeah. Hey, call me. Call me. <laughs> call me. <laughs> I need help. Uh, North Texas and uh, UTSA get together Ooh, in Denton. They do. Uh, Two quick U clients, by the way. Okay. North Texas is a uh, seven and a half point underdog. I think North Texas has a real chance to win this game. Ooh. And I certainly think they're going to cover it. So congratulations, UTSA. You're blowing out <laughs> North Texas. Give me uh give me the mean green plus seven and a half. Okay. I like it. UTSA is like, yes. <laughs> Hell yes. We got this thing. Woo! Oh. Neil, yep. there's a team that's traveling to the state of Michigan this weekend that quietly has put together 
a really good season, has gotten better every single week. Yep. And it's a fan base that's really, really been looking for a good a good season. They're five and three. They have a chance to get bowl eligible. Oh, I this like week. this game too. Nebraska. The Nebraska Cornhuskers, Neil, are going to East Lansing to take on Michigan State, who has not won a game since Brenda Tracy came out. Give me the Nebraska Cornhuskers to get bowl eligible this weekend. Wow. Minus three on the road at Michigan State. They're five and three, dude. Yeah. They started out one and two. Yeah. No, the only losses to Michigan since uh since the old Colorado debacle. He's a really good coach. He's going to do a good job there. It's going to be a matter of can they have the material that you need to get it all done, but he's going to do a good job there. If he cannot get it done there, he is a phenomenal college coach. Phenomenal. If he can't get it done there, it can't get it done. It just can't get done. Yep. It's kind of like Chris Beard with Ole Miss basketball. If he can't win there, you ain't gonna, you can win it. It's, don't, it's not doable. He's a pretty good coach. Dude. He did a 20. Let me tell you how good of a coach he is. He did a 22-minute press conference today. Most of it was about Bobby Knight. But. Yeah, man. That dude's sharp. Dude, I I, sat, I mean, I, I shouldn't, like, fawn over somebody that I cover, but that dude is sharp. Well, I don't cover I mean, him. I mean, he is, he is one bright guy. I don't cover him. Let me tell you how let me tell you how good of a coach I think he is. I for the first time I I'm gonna buy uh season tickets. He's going to put look, there's a lot I'm of people. I'm, I'm we're, in, we're, I'm we're getting we're getting ahead. There's a lot of people doing the one first year thing. Nope, program if, thing. If they don't get if they don't get these two kids cleared, this first year is gonna be difficult. Okay. It just really is. But the product on the floor is going to be much better. The results might not be immediate. His first year at Texas Tech, the results weren't immediate. Year two, they were yeah. making deep NCAA tournament runs. I stayed uh, RIP, rest in peace, <clears throat> Bobby Knight. I stayed, I watched on my phone last night for two hours, watched uh, Bobby Knight videos. But he was on night staff for eight seasons. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, he was he was pretty emotional today. He was like holding That's it. Tough, he man. was holding it together, but but it was. Well, when you spend that much time with somebody. Yeah, he knew him incredibly yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you spend more time with your coworkers in that profession than you do your family. Yeah. So it's tough. All right, go ahead. Number two. Um, I grew up a Louisiana Tech fan. Literally. Why's that? Could could all I couldn't literally ride my bike to tech, although I probably could have. It just would have been a little dangerous in a couple spots because I would have had to go around Chautauqua and stuff and to avoid I twenty. But I could have gotten on my bike. A cheap Uber ride. Rustin's so small that Uber's not there. Oh, um, but I could, it's easy to get to tech, spent a lot of time on the tech campus, lots of time, took two summers of classes at tech, know lots of people that went to tech. My dad taught at tech, went to the Louisiana tech baseball camp at least six times. Go to, we'd walk, I, could, I would walk from my dad's office down to the baseball stadium, go to the natatorium, go swim, could walk down Trenton. Go to extra play, play some arcade games. Boy, well that back in the day, the arcade man. These kids have no idea how awesome the arcade was. Back in the day, get you, hey, get you five, get you, didn't even need five, get you two dollars worth of quarters, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Good times. Tech goes to Liberty. <laughs> they do quickie climb, and they're gonna get killed. <laughs> Liberty is a seventeen point favorite. I think Liberty might win by thirty plus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
So, hey, congratulations <laughs> to everybody in Ruston. <laughs> You're going to get an upset. Look at you. <laughs> Thank me. All my friends back in Ruston. Lots of people that I know there. Just had my high school reunion a couple weeks ago. I didn't get to go, but I saw the pictures. <clears throat> Everybody was back in Ruston. It's going to be a happy happy night in Ruston when Louisiana Tech beats Liberty. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but it makes you feel better. All right, Neil, my second game. The Penn State Nittany Lions are traveling to College Park. Yeah. Penn State. I looked at this game and went back and forth and said, nope, I'm out. Penn State is favored by eight. Yep. Neil? It's not enough. I tend to agree. Give me Penn State minus eight on the road at Maryland. Maryland's struggling a little bit. They lost Northwestern, lost three games in a row. Since the Ohio State game, they've lost three in a row. You know, it's weird. It's Northwestern, and I'm not picking Northwestern. I looked at the Northwestern-Iowa game a little bit. Northwestern has quietly played okay. They lately. have. They have. They are not the worst team. No. Nowhere even close. No, no. Good they're, for them. They're, they're kind of put a few things together. Yeah. But give me Penn State minus eight on the road at Maryland College Park. <clears throat> West Virginia's got a home game this week. They do. BYU. They do. West Virginia is beat up on the offensive line. Ooh. Beat up. Kind of starting to struggle. They did win last week on the road as an underdog. As a seven-point underdog. Who did they beat? Central Florida. Oh, that, that was count. one I was almost taking. That doesn't line. count. They've played well. They've had a good year. The only game they really sucked in, they they, they got beat on the Hail Mary against Houston. That's the only game that they really lost that they should have won. Go ahead. I'm not I'm trying to talk you out of it. Go ahead. Well, now I'm kind of <laughs> freaked out. But the last time I freaked out, I walked away from a game that yeah, don't ended let up me winning. talk you out of because if 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 I talk you out of it and you, what you pick's right, you're never going to let me forget about it. Go ahead, pick what you're going to pick. What's the line's too big? It's ten and a half points. I'm going to take the Cougars in ten and a half. I think BYU might lose, but I don't think they get blown out in Morgantown. I don't think Morgantown. I don't think West Virginia's in a blowout mood right now. BYU's got this weird thing going on right now. I mean, they're they're Jekyll and Hyde a little bit. So congratulations to everybody in Morgantown to get a blowout <laughs> win Saturday. I've been there, liked it, had a good time in Morgantown. There was a restaurant that I went to that was really. Had a great bar. Went to that. Went there a couple of times. <sighs> Scenic Drive in West Virginia. All right, Neil. M- middle of nowhere, <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It really is a beautiful, beautiful old campus. Neil, my third game. I sliced a toe wide open one summer in Morgantown. Never been. Yep. Never been. Got it. Had to go get it stitched. My, my man Rich Rod likes some Morgantown though. Morgantown's cool. Yeah, I like some stores. Yeah. Neil, my third game. Our show's about to get canceled, Neil. Grind, I should do that. I can make a lot of people happy right now. I should just go Texas A&M plus three lock. Well, it's funny you should say that, Neil, because the Texas A&M Aggies oh, God. are rolling in to Oxford. Okay, they are. Texas A&M is underdogs by uh, three points th- now. Three-point dog. Yep, three-point dogs. Mm-hmm. And Neil... Yes. It's been real, guys. <laughs> That's not where I'm going. Give me the under at 54 points, going under 54. I think both offensive lines are outmatched by the other. Agreed. Um, I just I, – and when the offensive lines are your question marks on both sides of the ball, it usually means the game goes under. 
I think there's going to be too many negative plays. I think negative plays on both sides are going to kill drives, um, and the more drives you get killed, the better. I think this is a uh, a low-scoring game. I generally agree with you. The only thing I'm going to say about this game is I've got a feeling that Johnson's going to give some points away, and I've got a feeling that uh, Ole Miss's punting game is going to finally bite it, bite, get bit in the ass a little bit. I could see A&M getting a return touchdown. I could see Ole Miss getting some defensive scores. Well, a nice Smith can return one yeah. if he gets a chance. I, I could see 20-something points coming in a non-conventional way. Well, I will tell game. you this. If I'm coaching against Texas A&M, if I'm coaching the punt team, oh. yeah, I would tell you if you kick the ball if you anywhere kick the in ball the general in, vicinity in of bounds, zero, if you kick the ball in bounds, your you're gone. You're out of here. I'd punt the ball out, out of bounds. bounds. Just Every punt time. it out of bounds. We'll Go, get, hey, look, give me 40 yards out of bounds and we'll we'll chalk it a day. Don't give me the 38 yard that you think it can roll down. Nope. Kick it 40 yards out of bounds, kicking the 16th row of the And stands. if you only kick it 35 yards out of bounds, so be Whatever. it. Don't let him run. Yeah. Because he is. It's a net positive. He is explosive. He's good, dude. Um, Here's the deal. This game, I, I, I do think, the reason I'm going under, I think the question marks are on both offensive lines. I do think there's going to be negative plays on both sides of the ball. Um, like we said the other day, my interesting thing is is on defense with Ole Miss, does Pete, does he try to go simple to let the guys play a little faster uh, because speed is their concern, or does he go try to get aggressive and go man coverage where they're going to get exposed because the Texas A&M wide receivers are the best wide receivers they've seen minus LSU, and that's not that far off. Yep. Now, they don't have a quarterback like Jaden Daniels that can get it to them like that either. But Right. Um, I want to see that that part of it, but I think this game goes under 54. I tend to agree with you. So far, I think you're three and a <clears throat> It's the Red Dragon. <clears throat> Neil, it's the Red Dragon. All right, so uh, Fresno and Boise, battle of one horrible city against one really good one. I hate Fresno, California. It's an awful place. Bob was talking to me about uh, Boise the other day, so the guys were asking about us. So we're coming back out. Yeah, I love Boise. I'd love to go back out. Had the Camus. Let me tell you something about the You can Camus. get Camus in Oxford. Let me tell you something about the Camus. Oh, my God. It tastes just as good coming up as it does going down. That's how you know it's a great wine. That's the definition to me of it's a great wine. If it tastes just as good coming up as it does going down, that's when you know it's a great wine. That's your wine. That's your wine advice. (laughs) You know, when I land in the middle of like South Dakota, you're going to go buy a bottle. I'm going to go. I lost to somebody whose version of good wine is hey, tastes good when you throw it up. How about that? Now I got to figure out how you guys got greyhounds out here. (laughs) Take a bus from Rapid City to somewhere ever. Why not? South Dakota sounds pretty good this time of year. It's my not North Dakota. Oh, so yes. there you go. It'll be harder to get a plane there. <laughs> Will. Will. Um, all right. So, uh, oh, yeah. Fresno plays Boise. Yep. Fresno plays Boise. And uh, I got a rule. When Boise's at home, bet on Boise. Blue but turf. when Boise's not at home, bet on the other team. Fresno's only given three. Nowhere near enough. Fresno minus three over Boise. Wow. Okay. But at least Boise, when they get on the plane, they can say, hey, we're getting the hell out of this place. I ain't no doubt. <coughs> Excuse me. And by the way, just a reminder, you you can get Camus 
You don't have to go to Idaho to get Camus. I'm just telling you, Boise, Idaho has really good Camus. (laughs) Only. Special edition. So stupid. (laughs) Special edition. My man Bob in the Cooper Chevrolet chat says Scoops is an IPA dude. (laughs) I I like IPAs a lot. All right, Neil, my fourth game. That bar we went to, they had a – I got the recipe. The guy sent it to me. They had a cocktail. Um, It was fantastic. I'd never had anything like that before. It was good. Neil, my fourth game, the LSU Bengal Tigers. Mm -hmm. They're traveling to Tuscaloosa this weekend. They are. It's going to be a night game, CBS. It's going to be kind of a kind of a good game you know what i mean and neil a lot of people are giving the lsu Bengal tigers a fighting chance in this game because they got such a great offense and they do they have a great offense they have a lot of positive things going for them yep neil alabama's favored by three and neil yep it's not enough. I said this. I'm sticking with my guns. I think Alabama makes a statement this weekend. They've had a bye week. Um, I think they're ready to go. Um, all signs out of Tuscaloosa are pointing in the positive direction. Give me Alabama statement win at home versus the LSU Bengal Tigers. Okay. Minus three. Alabama and LSU play Saturday. I, I I heard that. Yep. I did. LSU's getting three points. It, I've heard that as well. I don't know if you know this, but I grew up in Louisiana. Was it around the Ruston area? It was. It was. My uncle, my, my uncle, my grandfather, BJ. Big, big LSU, LSU big fan. Big LSU right? fan. Big LSU fan. He died when I was a little boy, but he gave me this ball. It's one of my prized possessions. And we'll celebrate with the ball on Saturday night because LSU's winning in Alabama. Wow. You think they're celebrating? I think so. I think the Tigers are celebrating. I'll celebrate with them. I know the fight song. Sing the song. Go Tigers. LSU wins. I don't think – I think Jaden Daniels is too much. I think it becomes a little bit of a track meet, and I don't think Alabama can win the track meet. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. So LSU, 
plus three at Bama. Hello, Scoops. <laughs> hello, uh, hello Scoops. Are, came back, I know what the hell it are was. you uh you over your uh, you over your sickness? Scoops got Joking. back from Cali. They put me in quarantine. Yeah, congratulations, Alabama. So brought you a present back from Cali. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm, anti- one of I'm anti-mask. <laughs> they sent you one of these. Those don't work. They, they don't. They don't work. They said they said that that would keep me safe. Yeah. So, scoops. I'm out of quarantine. Do you know how stupid it was? I mean, think about this. How, how stupid was it? How stupid was it that people walked around? People still do walk around with these stupid things and go, "Oh, this is going to protect me from." A, a, a virus. This paper is going to protect me. You can see right through it. It's going to protect me from a It's so stupid. What a colossal joke that whole thing was. So, Scoops, that's what they gave us out in Cali right before the Berkeley game. Yeah. They passed these out as they went on the field to protest. So, here we go, Scoops. <laughs> okay. I'm back. I'm going to Boulder this weekend. And there's some angry beaver heading heading to Boulder. Never one angry beaver. Angry beaver heading to Boulder. <laughs> Get you in trouble. Get you in trouble. It can. But you know what sort of her, allegedly. But you know what we're doing? What's that? In Boulder? We're passing out penicillin shots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> penicillin shots for the angry beavers. <laughs> we are favored. By 13 and a half points heading to Boulder versus Colorado this weekend, Scoops. Yeah, it's true. And guess what? What's that? It's not enough. <laughs> Give me the angry beaver <laughs> to defeat in Boulder. It's the angry beaver in Boulder with a penicillin shot. Give me Oregon State minus 13 and a half. So stupid. All right, Oregon State minus 13 and a half. All right, half. Scoops. Hey, I'll see you again on Monday. All right, see you, Joker. What did he? Have? Uh, something about something about angry beavers. Oh, he's disturbed. That is that that is true. Uh, so it's money line time uh, with colleges money line. I, I, I'm 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 not good at this. I've got I've got multiple choices that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. So here's my question: Do I go conservative or do I take a big swing? I mean, I'm losing. I've hit the point. You're winning by six and a half units. I'm, we just put five picks in that I'm, I will miss all five. You will get all five. I'm I'm now down. What is that? A ten unit swing. So I'm down four. Wow. What's your pick? You make your money line pick. All right, I'm gonna go with my money line yep. first. Yep. All right, Neil. The Houston Cougars are traveling to Waco, Texas, to take on the Baylor Bears. Baylor is favored by three and a half. I don't need the points, Neil. Give me the Houston Cougar money line plus 155. Oh. oh. Houston money line plus 155 at Baylor. Uh, I just, I like this game. I think Baylor, I don't think Baylor's that good. I think Houston is kind of, they're, they find, they pick their spots to be, to be pesty. I, I think this is a spot for them in recruiting. They find a way in these Texas games to be competitive. Give me 
those kids take it personal almost, right? So I'm going to give me the Houston money line plus 155. You know what, Dwight? I'm going to do it just for you. He said, go liberal, Neil. <laughs> so by God, I'm going to go about as liberal as you can go. This episode, this pick brought to you by the Biden administration 2024. I should put on a mask to make this pick. <laughs> we got one over here. That's okay. Joker said you could use his. I bet. <laughs> It does not come with a penalty. Joker's, shot, Joker's been around a lot of angry beaver. I don't know. I'm good. Stay away from anything that's been over the Joker's mouth. Never know. You never know. I mean, that's. Wow. Don't, nope, don't take those chances. Well, good news is if YouTube still has this show up, they're never taking us down. That's what she said. Uh, you know who played well last week? Who that? Stanford. You're going to do it. Stanford played well last week. You know who hadn't played well in the last few weeks? Who that? Washington State. They haven't. They struggled a little bit. Stanford goes to Washington State. It's a plus 390. I'm going to roll the dice. Wow. I'm going to roll the dice on the Cardinal. The Cardinal. The big tree. The big tree. <laughs> That's just about, are they going to do any, are they going to be protesting as they come out of the tunnel? Oh, they'll probably protest something. You got to protest. I mean, something's wrong. Someone's been. Someone has been wronged. Someone has been disenfranchised. <laughs> something's not fair. But they're not handing out participation trophies. No. Maybe Stanford's. Maybe Stanford's ready to go win a game. That's kind of poetic, though. Are they going to protest something where the school that fired their coach for not taking the vaccine? <laughs> They'd probably oh, let it, they'd probably they let might it. be mad. They might be mad. Because if, if Washington State had really, really been serious, they wouldn't have just fired him. They'd have fired him into the sun. <laughs> I mean, he jeopardized all those young men's lives by not getting the vaccine. <laughs> Love it. All right, Neil. Has he won his lawsuit yet? Uh, Not that I know of. Okay. I haven't checked in, though. <laughs> all right. All right, NFL, go ahead. Uh, all right, uh... NFL's weird this week because we got quarterback issues. <laughs> we do. In some ways, the NFL's as weird as college right now. You know, a lot of college games are weird because no, teams don't have quarterbacks. This is accurate. We're going to get some of that in the NFL, and the difference is the defenses are all so good that there's you can't scheme around it. That's like, true. Sometimes in the college game, you'll see schemes, and the defenses aren't particularly good either. So you can sort of scheme your way into a few things that actually work, even though your quarterback is incompetent. In the NFL, if you have an incompetent quarterback, it's just night-night. <laughs> there's no no savior? And there's a lot of those games. There is. Atlanta improved at quarterback when it went to uh, Heineke. Atlanta's at home against Minnesota. Life without Kirk Cousins. They're only giving four and a half. I don't think that's anywhere near enough. Falcons still have a pulse. Vikings don't. It was a death blow to Minnesota to lose Cousins. I know they traded for Dobbs or whatever. God bless him. Give me Atlanta minus four and a half against the Vikes. Neil, I hate to tell you this. I agree with you. I think that's going to cover. Congratulations, Minnesota. Big win. Big upset. No, I think that's legit. I think yeah. as much I actually feel much better about my NFL picks yeah, this week. GJG should have a good week this week. <clears throat> All right, Neil, I'm going to start this bad boy. Mr. Monday, Thursday night is going to start this bad boy off tonight. The Tennessee Titans yep. are traveling to Pittsburgh, to Steeltown. 
to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. A little dinged up. My man, Minka Fitzpatrick, going to be out. Yeah. Jacked his hamstring up pretty good. Is Pickett uh, okay? Uh, Pickett is going to go. Okay. Pickett is going to go. Um, I'm actually okay with Pittsburgh if Trubisky plays, if he has a week of prep. You know, when he has a week of prep, I mean, it's a push. Um, interesting tweet. I think uh, my man Clay Karcher sent this to me today. In the last two seasons, there's only two NFL teams that have not scored more than 30 points in a game, and they're both playing tonight. <laughs> Pittsburgh and Tennessee. But that's not where I'm going, Neil. I'm going taking under. the Pittsburgh Steelers minus two and a half at home oh. versus the Tennessee Titans. Well, have fun. Tonight. I did it last week and watched that game and, and put me in a bad mood at, at certain times. They had no chance. They're, Ask me why I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why are you going with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because they didn't cover last week. So you think they'll cover this week? And guess who did cover last week? The Titans. Give me the Steelers minus two and a half. So you're gambling on inconsistency. Uh, a team that did not cover last week either was the Houston Texans, but that game was on the road. This week they're back at home in Houston. Got Tampa Bay coming in. Baker Mayfield's been all right. He has, man. Bucks have not been good though. He's actually one of the better players. And I, I look for I look for the Texans to bounce back. They're only giving two and a half. I think they cover two and a half at home against Tampa. I actually agree with you on that one too. Both of your first two picks were in my pool. I'm fast becoming a pretty big D'Amico Ryan's fan. No, he's good. He's legit. He's legit. Yeah. I like the way he handles himself. Neil, Sunday morning. We have Bratwurst. And beer being served at 8.30 in the morning, Sunday morning, as the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs are traveling to Germany to play this game. 8.30. 8.30. Our time. Yep. The Kansas City Chiefs are only favored by one point, Neil. If I can get the Kansas City Chiefs at one point, give them to me all day long. It's the cheapest you're going to get them at a neutral site, too. It's not a road game. It's a neutral site game. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs minus one. I think they both, you can call offenses a push. And I think Kansas City's got a better defense than, than the Dolphins. Give me Kansas City minus one in Germany. I looked at that one. Someone was saying that, it's, uh, I guess it was Jeffrey this morning we were talking. He said that the the, the European games – the favorites win, I think he said 70% of the time, and they cover, or the favorites win 80% of the time, and they cover 60-something percent of the time. Well, it's Kansas City's favorite. So you're you're in good shape. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, Hardman in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, thank you. Don't forget, we're falling back. So it's going to be 7.30 on the body clock <laughs> Sunday morning. It's good news for me because I'll turn it on up here and knock out 10 thoughts and It'll still be, it'll still be, no, it'll still be the same time. Still be 8.30. Yeah, no, it'll still be good, though. I like like when they play an NFL game on Sunday morning. Gotcha, yeah. So you'll be able to cheer on the Chiefs as I win that game. I will. Be pulling for the Dolphins. Probably be pulling for the (laughs) Dolphins. I'll probably be desperate by that point. Or will have just completely conceded. Um, All right, the Raiders fired their coach, fired their GM. They did. Um, However... They have two things going for them this week in Vegas. I'm curious of what those two things are besides them being in Vegas. Well, the New York Giants are also going to be in Vegas. Oh. Down to their third quarterback. Yeah. And I have a little theory that I, I 
have, and it's worked out most of the time, interim coaches in week one in football typically do well in week one. Week two is usually like, okay, we're back to normal. This We suck. Yeah. Week one, you get a little bounce. They probably like him. Former Giant, won a Super Bowl with the Giants. Game probably means something to him. Give me all all I got to lay is a point and a half. Someone's got to win the game. That's the rules. Give me the Raiders at home, a little barely emotional game. Get a get a three-point win over the Giants. Wow. Raiders minus a point and a half. Wow. Um, before I get to my third pick, our good friend Austin Blancett in the Cooper Chevrolet chat with the super chat. Thank you very much, Austin. He says, Do you guys think the NFL has a European division in the near future? Like four to eight teams scattered around. I'm just wondering what the end goal is with it. I don't think uh I think they they're can. just trying to sell stuff over there. I yeah. think they're just trying to grow it. I don't think you could force like have an NFL draft and draft a kid from from you know Montgomery, Alabama to go play in Germany. I don't think that would go down very well, but Anyway, I think it's growing the there. The PA would have a tough time. It's growing it. there in the same way that the English Premier League is growing here. They're not going to put it. English Premier League is not going to put a team in New York and a team yeah. in Boston, but they love the eyeballs. Yeah, they love the money. I mean, American American kids. I went to that game in Vegas what a year ago. Yeah, with Chelsea. I mean, that game was fifty thousand people in um, Reliant Stadium. Is that what it's called? Yes. I mean, there were 30,000 kids with Chelsea jerseys on. Yeah, no, was, Those kids were not all from Liverpool or North London heading over. They were, they were kids from the States. That money, that money counts, too. All right, Neil, my third pick. The Indianapolis Colts are traveling to Carolina. Yep. Carolina won their first game of the season last year. They, they did. I, I, had, I had the other side. Yeah, you did. Of course they won. You can see that coming a mile away. And the Colts are favored by two points, Neil. And it's not enough. Give me the Indianapolis Colts minus two on the road at oh. Carolina. I, I think Carolina is – I don't think they're finding anything or anything like that. I think ownership came in and said, hey, guys, listen. Hey, we got to calm down with this winning stuff. Give me the give me the Colts minus two on the road at Carolina. All right, I'm skipping over one because I'm having some second thoughts on okay. one. Uh, Philadelphia and Dallas gets, get together on um, Sunday. Big game. Big game. Big rivalry game. Eagles are laying three. I think there's a real chance that Philly puts an absolute hurting on the Cowboys this week. I know Dak plays well against Philly, blah, blah, blah. I think Philly's is different. I think Philly's on a little different level right now. And with Detroit showing some signs of being mortal and San Francisco looking really mortal. I think Philadelphia knows they have a chance to make sure that the NFC goes through Philadelphia, and I think they make that statement Sunday. Philly minus three. Wow. All right, Neil, my fourth pick. And this is for Bob Ricardo on the Cooper Chevrolet chat, and it's also for my good friend Scoots McCready. I can't believe I'm doing this. But just Oof. like last week, just like last week I did this, and I said, you know what, Tyler? Follow the formula. Just follow the formula. It works. Mm-hmm. And I did this last week, and I hated the game I did it on. I didn't want any part of it. But you know what? It, at the end of the day, when the old ticket hit, it was a winner. So I'm taking the Chicago Bears for some ungodly known reason because it fits the formula. Give me Chicago because they didn't cover last week, and the Saints did. Chicago is traveling to the New Orleans Saints. Give me the Chicago Bears plus eight and a half on the road at 
New Orleans. Can't believe I just did that. I can't either. It's a big number. Plus eight and a half. I actually thought about the Saints and laying that that number, but it was such a big number. So, hey, I'm sticking with it. She brought me here. You're probably right. Last week, just so everybody knows, last week, last week the formula was um, uh, five zero oh, and two last week in the NFL. Just so everybody knows, she was undefeated last week. I should have been doing it the whole year, and it's like plus. Seriously, it's like it's hitting at like seventy eight percent for the year or something crazy. Go ahead and make your last one, too. All right, my I'm last down, one. I'm down to two, and I'm, I'm trying to decide. Well, you'll probably go to the other side of this one. I'm taking this bad boy all the way to Sunday night. The Buffalo Bills oh, are traveling. Right. That's, that's the one I was looking at. Are traveling to Cincinnati to play our Bengals. The Bills are, are, the Bengals are favored by a point and a half. That's not where I'm going. Give me the Buffalo Bills plus one and a half on the road oh. at Cincinnati. I think they won this game outright. Goodness. Yep. There they are. Wow. Over the last five meetings, Cincinnati has beaten Buffalo three times. Over the last five head-to-head matchups, Cincinnati leads 110-84. to That doesn't count the points that they were scoring in the DeMar Hamlin game last year. Cincinnati's only three and four against the spread this year, though. It's covered the spread twice when favored by two points or more. Haven't covered it three times in the same situation. So you know what? I'm going to stick with my original plan. Because I was thinking about Cincinnati minus the point and a half. I think the Rams are beat up. I don't think Stafford will play, and if he does, he won't play effectively. And I don't think they're particularly good. We went through a little period where like we're trying to get the Rams good. I'm going to take the Packers at home, minus three and a half. Golly, you're brave. Packers suck. They do suck. You know? Do you know what's crazy? Is no, I look- you know what? Scratch that. Scratch it. <laughs> scratch it. Scratch it. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down losing with my guys. <laughs> Screw it. We got we to gotta check, check 48. Check 48. <laughs> hey, check. Kill kill kill, 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 kill. Give me Cincinnati minus one and a half. Screw it. I'll I'll just go head to head and lose it all. Lose. I'll lose on Saturday night. I'll lose on Sunday night, and I'll start getting my suitcase ready for my <laughs> stupid ass trip. There you go. I'm going Bengals. Bengals minus the one and a half. Okay. <laughs> Screw it. All right. So so everybody knows there were seven games this week that fit the formula, and you picked two of them. The Falcons minus four and a half was in the Houston minus two and a half were two of the two of them. That's why I went with the other five. Um, I liked I had I had highlighted the Houston minus two and a half as well. So I like that one. Um, this is the formula I used last year and it was good. And it's good. My our good friend Drew Frank on TikTok. I got to give him credit because he reminded me of it uh, last week and did and did me right. He's got he thinks it works in college too, but I'm not so concerned. I'm not so uh, convinced just yet uh, on college, but it works for him. I think in college. But um, anyway, the other college games that I kind of liked, I kind of like Georgia State plus five and a half against James Madison. I kind of like the under in that game at 54. That is going to be a very physical game. Yeah. Extremely physical game. Um, I'm pulling for my guys at Georgia State for sure. Um, they're, they're my dudes. Uh, listen to the show every week. Uh, they they got dude, they got a good team, man. The court, I love their quarterback. I love their offensive scheme. I love how they play physical. They're just – if you're a football junkie, 
there is no there's there they are a very fun team to watch. I uh, I kind of like uh, Iowa State minus two and a half at home against Kansas. My boys don't hate that. Uh, I like Washington minus three at USC. Did you see the over under in this game? It's like seventy seven or something insane. crazy. It's insanity. I, that was my actually my backup money line was USC plus the but it was like one twenty seven. Um, but I'm with you. I, I tend to agree. Washington's going like who's going to stop anybody in that game? They both have terrible defenses right now. And the money line that I kind of liked played with it. I think Texas gets tested this week. Kansas State's a plus one fifty four. If this game were in Manhattan, I'd, I'd have a different view of it. But it's in Austin. I think Texas survives it. But don't be surprised if this is close. I played with this one, so I think Texas wins pretty good. Okay. Um, I don't know why I do. Um, then the other one that I like, I I, I do. I, I'm not going to bet it. I wouldn't. I didn't want to include it, but I do kind of like ULM plus two and a half at Southern Miss. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, and Hayden Harris and Cooper Chevrolet chat brings it up right there. Games I liked that I did not go with tonight. The battle for the belt. A good friend, Kane Womack, just finished his his steak and pasta for the pregame meal. He's probably getting his mind right, getting his Lululemons on, getting his suit on, ready to go uh, to the stadium here shortly. But uh, South Alabama and Troy, what's the current line on that? That's not what I was going to bet. I think it was at five. I seen it at five and a half. I seen it at four. Anywhere from four to five and a half is what I've seen it. I thought I saw it at five and a half, but I'm I'm getting a <clears throat> Troy favored by, yes. by four to five and a half, depending on what book you look at. I'm working on it. Oh, you're okay. That's uh, it's um, – where are you? Troy is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Okay. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. If you're looking at money line, South Alabama is a plus 180. Troy is a minus 218. So I had it at 45 earlier today. I have not bet it yet, so it may have moved on betonline.ag. When I looked at it, it was uh, 45. I would take the under in tonight's game. That's the bet I'm going with. I think they're two really good defenses. They know each other, <laughs> obviously. Um, and in these games, these rivalry games, like I was talking about, I think they're two evenly matched teams. I think that's where I would be playing tonight's game is the under in the Troy, Alabama, uh, Troy, South Alabama game at 45. The Wake Forest Duke line is moving down, 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 which tells me Riley Leonard's not playing that, um, Money line has gone from plus 375 to plus 205. Yes, that's pretty much exactly what that means. Um, other games I like, Neil. Dude, I, I may just do it for fun um, just so I can burn $10. I like my Jacksonville State Gamecocks this weekend. My fighting Rich Rodriguez is going to South Carolina. I almost went with it. It's a plus 575. I almost played it. I mean, dude. Um, they're plus 16 and a half at South Carolina. Here's the deal. I mean, here's the truth. The only thing that scares you about that game, the only thing is Spencer Rattler is really good. And they can get some matchups with Leggett that is going to favor South Carolina with Spencer Rattler throwing to him. They can get some mismatches in the secondary, with especially at corner. Um, but I think, I think they're going to give them all they can handle, especially on defense. I don't think South Carolina's run defense is that good. And they're facing to see some schemes that they haven't seen all year long and run schemes and, and that make they can't be right in. And, dude, you can say what you want. Rich Rodriguez has them dudes playing, like, eating nails and shit. I mean, they eat glass. I mean, they're, they are tough, tough dudes. 
That's Zion, not good for your teeth at all. Oh, they're good. They're they're hard edge. He's got like Rich. I, I'm so happy. I mean, he has got. He's in year two, and they and he has got a team full of tough dudes. Um, I, I like where they're at. I, I like. I would take. I'm going to bet Jacksonville State. I'm just probably going to bet the money line. And just have fun with it. Um, <laughs> Iowa at Northwestern mm-hmm. over under the lowest in the history of football at thirty and a half. I think I'm just going to take the over. There's no way that goes under thirty and a half. Um. Let me say this. A little pissed off about the Brian like announcing that he's not coming back. At the, I don't like the way that was handled. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. Did you know why it was handled the way it was handled? Has that been put out there yet? No. So because of the nepotism laws and all that stuff, Brian doesn't report to his dad. He technically reports to the AD. Well, they got a new AD. And she was feeling a lot of pressure from all the talk. Like, we all know what's going to happen at the end of the year. There's four games left in the season. What good does it go to say he's not coming back at the end of the year? Why not wait four weeks? I actually think his dad's going to step down. At the I end do of too, the year. but the, like there's the four rumor. weeks left. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why you've pe- lost two games, right? I don't know why people do some of the things they do from a public relations, media relations standpoint. Some of the stuff that people do is is really idiotic. So, so what did it? What did it solve? It solved nothing. It solved nothing. You're still going to bitch about the play calling. You're going to still bitch about they don't score enough points. You're not going to solve anything in four weeks that you haven't bitched about for the last three years. We all know what's going to happen at the end of the year. Yeah. I just thought that was a chicken shit move. That pissed me off. Um, I don't think you treat people like that. That that have been – here's the other thing. It's one thing if he was a journeyman that just popped in and popped out. That family has given literally millions. their life well, they've given millions. and millions of dollars to your university, and that's how you treat one of your own? He's a he's a major donor to the children's hospital. Yeah, and you want to know why coaches jump and go, there's no loyalty. It's a one-way street. Now, you want them to be loyal to you and not go take other jobs, but that's the way you're going to treat that family? That family that's given all that money. I completely that's, agree. That's bullshit. Yeah. That, that's, that's, the, that's a chicken shit move, and that pisses me off for them. So I hope they go score 70 fucking points every game from here on out just to piss everybody off. Um, She's empty, boys. I can Red tell. Dragon's rolling. Um, And there was one more game I liked. I think Oklahoma makes a statement this weekend. I think they I think they, they cover against Oklahoma State. Oh, interesting. I do. I'm, and Bedlam, last, last Bedlam game for a while. Yeah, I kind of like Oklahoma State. Yep. All right. Interesting game. We got about three minutes. Okay. Do you want to do it or no? Yeah, got to keep it. Got to keep it fairly short, but yes. Okay. All right. If you are here just for football content, let's appreciate you. We're done. We're done. Yeah. So Neil thought this was funny. Something I told him today. I watched Neil. In my sickness, I didn't have anything to do. I turned on and Prime Video to see if there was any new movies. I was going to rent a movie. I was going to look to see if Equalizer or the Indiana Jones was down to where not. 20 bucks and I can they put the prices on it. I see this new JFK movie out. It says JFK X The Crime of the Century Solved. And it's being promoted by Prime Video. It's up there. Dollar 99 rent, made in 2023. So hey, why not? So watch this bad boy. Okay. And it goes through for about 30 minutes. You're like, "Okay, you're following it. Okay, okay, what's the crime? What have you solved it? You know, you're trying to figure out I already know this." And then they come up to where basically the premise of the movie is is that he did not die at all. That he faked his own death. Okay. 
And as dumb as that sounds, which I know you're already laughing. <laughs> yes. They actually make you feel like, okay, that's a, that's a possibility. So I will play along. Okay. There's a film <laughs> shot by Abraham Zapruder in which you see John F. Kennedy's head blow off. Okay. In the film, it certainly appears that blood, brain matter, skull, etc., explodes through the air. I agree. Uh, the first lady, Jacqueline Kennedy, God rest her soul, attempts to retrieve a piece of that matter mm-hmm. off the back of a of the of the vehicle. Yep. Clint Hill, a Secret Service agent, puts her back into the vehicle and lays on top of her and the president mm-hmm. to protect or to protect yeah. her at that point because right. he was gone, allegedly. How do they make you feel like that? How do how how do they how do they explain the president's head blowing open? All right. So the first thing they start with is that, and they show video of this that I've never seen before. Um, when the president left the airport in the motorcade, you see uh, Hill, Secret Service agent, telling several other Secret Service agents to back up and to get on another another deal. It wasn't Hill, but it was another. It was another. He was the only the a, that car. The, the agent that the, normally they would have had two people on the back, Hill and the other agent whose name escapes me right now, who was told to stand down, who yes. actually didn't even get with the motorcade. He stayed with the, with the plane. You saw that video. I'd never seen it before. Yes, but I've seen was, that video. It was him, and there was actually two other guys. He was visibly angry. Yeah, and there were two other guys standing next to him. So it was like a total of four people, I guess, um, counting whoever left with him. And so that was like the only car that wasn't protected in a weird way. All right, so the guy that's that's solving the crime of the century um, is a movie producer, okay. a special effects guy. Okay. And he claims that there was, he's got, and they showed it, The it's really cool. It's the first time I've seen it that way. It was a high-definition version of it. They took all the graininess out and did all the stuff they can do. They There are, there are frames missing in the Zapruder film, and he's like, that's never been reported before, and it should have been. That's a miss. That's not good in court and all this stuff, right? So he shows that when JFK puts his hand up to his face and he removes it, there's a shadow on on his face, and that's produced by a squib. Okay, for those that don't know what a squib is, a squib is what they when you fake shooting somebody that you know somebody in the movies and it looks like they've been shot, but back then. They, right now you have elect, you know, ones that you can do by remote control, but back then you had to pull them with a string. And so then they say when Jacqueline Kennedy, as soon as she goes over there, she reaches over, like he goes like this to his chest, she reaches over and gives a pulling motion like she was pulling, and that's the frame that they cut out. And they showed it where she was pulling the down motion, and that's when it went back. That's one. Okay. Two is, is that they talked about the percussion of the – of the bullets. If you were shooting a high-power rifle, the actual bullet going through the air at that speed would cause massive percussion, all that stuff. And nobody filming nor anything like that was able to, the camera didn't move and things like that that would should have startled somebody from 30 feet away. Um, they go and they talk about that. I'm going to get the Super Cliff Notes version here. And then there was an eight-minute car ride between there and Parkland Hospital that nobody can account for what happened during that time. There's no, there was no brain matter or anything on the back of the, uh, of the uh, car, 
there was nothing in the seat. There should have been like eight, or I say like five quarts of blood in places if he had been shot like that. There wasn't that much blood. Um, and then the other, I guess, conspiracy theories that they're on this. But there's literally pictures of the limousine at the at Parkland. Dude, I'm just I'm just giving you the. I didn't make the movie. I understand, but there's literally pictures of the limousine and there's blood. Basically, there's flowers basically floating in the blood. Just telling you what the movie said. Okay. All right. Then the conspiracy part of it was like, well, whose body was it? All those things. is goes back to Officer Tippett's, who was shot. Okay? Yes. His nickname, this was kind of creepy. His nickname within the Dallas Police Department was JFK because he looked just like him. That was his nickname. And then that they substituted that. And then he and then he did whatever he did. Um, why did he do it? The conclusion they did it. Why they? Why did he fake his own death? Was because he had a hit out on him that he knew from the mob, a contract out on him, and that um, there are some similarities between Tippett and that was his nickname and President Kennedy. So one of his mistresses that he was supposedly in love with, uh, she also died right after that. She was murdered. And uh, in her photos, for somebody to be, she was supposedly shot. There was no blood in her in her photos, so that she mysteriously disappeared as well. So I think that's what they they're trying to come to conclusion of. But it was very, it was a theory I had not heard before. Um, and it was they made you kind of like if you watch JFK with Oliver Stone, you makes you kind of believe things. It was they put they put, they did a good job of putting. Uh, probably, uh, what's the right word? Situational evidence. Uh, that's not the right word, but um, circumstantial, circumstantial evidence. evidence. Yes, put it in place. A lot of things to to show you that. And he was being dead. I mean, he was enough to where the movie sold, and somebody made a movie about it. It was pretty good. It's pretty wild. So the site where Tippett was killed is now like a tennis court. Say that again. The site uh-huh. where Tippett was killed. I just was going down that. Is, is like a tennis court now in, in Dallas, the corner of 10th and Patton. Okay. But they, they released like a phone call between Jacqueline Kennedy and Lyndon Johnson, like right after it happened. And it was not a normal conversation that you would be expecting. Like they, they released that tape. She was not upset. It was a very odd conversation. Well, Jacqueline was in the plane with. No, no. It was like a couple of days after. Oh, okay. Um, they released that. That conversation made you think like that. Something wasn't she. She wasn't upset, and they were not talking. It was a really weird deal. He was almost hitting on her. It was kind of creepy. Um, that was another thing. Um, oh, and they talk. They released the when they were doing the, which I still don't understand to this day. Uh, when they released the all points bulletin uh, for Lee Harvey, they described the weapon, the exact weapon, in a in a shooting that happened fifteen minutes ago. That was always that's always thrown me out there. Like they knew the exact weapon to look for. Somebody with this exact weapon. Come on. Fifteen minutes afterwards. Just saying. Okay. And they got tapes. Oh, they got tapes of the mob guy that put the hit out saying how they would do it. From the office, uh from an open well, office building. Yeah, because they well, they've had a couple of attempts or plans that had been sort of foiled. In Tampa and Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was. He he actually didn't go to Chicago because of the plans. Correct. And they had a team. So their theory, if this theory playing it out in the final minute here, their theory is that 
President Kennedy didn't die that day in Dallas. That Tippett was killed so that they could do the Kennedy autopsy on Tippett. Which really sucks for Tippett at that point. Um, oh, the other thing is he had a disease. Who did? President Kennedy. So that he wasn't going, he'd been told that he wasn't going to live a lot longer and he didn't want to do it as the president. So where did he go to live out his so final they, days? The, an island somewhere that was, that was owned by Onassis. <laughs> it's on the movie. Check it out. With, with the, with the, the mistress. With the mistress. So happily ever after. And I guess until the <clears> end. But Onassis owned the island. But they, they talk about it in the movie. Just check it out, and then you can come back and call me crazy. But you can't complain about the taste of rutabagas if you don't eat the, eat the rutabagas. That's what my dad always told me. Because I would never eat a rutabaga. He said, it's just a sweet potato. I said, no, it's a rutabaga. <laughs> Very says, wait, <laughs> it is a tennis court? What is it called when you have zero points in tennis? Love. <laughs> Who loved Kelso from the 70s show? Jackie. What was JFK's uh, wife's name? Jackie. JFK's alive. There you go. Hey. Solved it. Solved Look at it. us. Right here on McCrady and Siski on Omega. Uh, hey, you come here for picks, and this is we what you solved. Get. We solved JFK. We solved the crime of the century. Hey, you want me so, I'll, I'll tell you the other one. You know who the real killer was in LA? OJ. Oh. It was really him. It was him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right, we'll be back on uh, Monday with another edition of the Big Show. Make brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. Check them out on uh, Rain on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel. Tomorrow more. Thank everyone in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Y'all are great today. And just a reminder, it's Black Friday every day in November at Cooper Chevrolet in Anniston. Cooper has just received a huge truckload of brand new Chevy Tahoe, Silverado pickups, and every trim with over 200 new Chevys, Buicks, and quality pre-owned. Many with an extended warranty backed by Car Bravo. Cooper is sure to have the right vehicle and the right price. Check out East Alabama's best selection today at cooperchevrolet.com. Tons of programming coming your way at MPW Digital, including like here in the next few minutes with an edition of Hand Raised Guys. We've got uh, Butcher versus the uh, Dance Instructor, Pete's Pigskin Preview, and an Oxford Exxon Podcast Extra with uh, four guests getting you ready for Texas A&M at Ole Miss. All of that on MPW and uh, yeah, in podcast form as well. So enjoy your weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Bye. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.